humans are stardust. All humans share a chemistry, a biology with all other life on Earth. There's one genesis on this Earth. We have DNA in common with a banana. I beg your pardon. <laughs> you can ask, well, where are the arms and legs? No, DNA goes deeper than that. DNA controls chemistry. It controls metabolism. It controls all kinds of things that are prescribed in the DNA. And that's where we have commonality with other life forms on Earth. So why not look around and say, I'm not special because I'm a different. I'm special because I'm the same as you, as others. This is Reconstructing Christianity. Join us as we encourage believers to reconstruct the heart of the Christian faith in this deconstructing world. Welcome back, you bunch of bananas. You're stardust. You're meaningless. We are just stardust and bananas. That's right. I am B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yes. Banana has same DNA science. Yeah. Therefore, God is not real. That's right. All right. Banana-like human. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) what are we talking about today, Tim? Uh, We're talking about the anthropology of pagans. Wow. Yeah, so Kendrick, what is anthropology? Well, and uh, anthropos means man, and logia means knowledge. So wow. that would mean, um, so that would mean a study of man. I'm impressed. That was on the spot. You knew the breakdown of the word, and I didn't. So congratulations. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Gotta get that Greek in. That's right. So why is this important to reconstruction? Why are we covering this topic? Well. Frankly, um, uh, pagans don't really care about anthropology. Their anthropology is that we're men, that we're men coming from monkeys, Mm -hmm. and that's about it. And you could... Okay, I'm I'm correcting you. They say we have a common ancestor with the monkeys, so... Yeah, man came from monkeys. (laughs) Yes. I mean... Man is monkey, man is banana. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we come from stardust, and that's the average pagan. That's what the that's what uh, the the scientists in Harvard have concluded that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and you're you're just chemical reactions, Kenny. Yeah. Um, the pagans, the top ones in Harvard, say that we are just stardust. We are. We are just bags of fin. We are meat bags with fizzing chemicals inside. Yeah, we're just a slave to our brains. Uh, we are slave to our desires, yep. and that's why we got to set our desires free, and we got to have sex with whoever we want. That's right, because it's just my brain, right? I'm sorry, whomever we want. Yeah, because how, how dare you? Yeah, um, and um, honestly, Christians today don't really care what makes us whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean how besides having a soul what's the difference between the average christian and the yeah. pagan anthropology well, we'll get into that next episode cuz we're covering christian anthropology next episode mm-hmm. however when we say anthropology we're just talking about 
What do atheists believe that they are? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? Why are why are atheists the way that they are? That's the real question today. Well, there are two responses. Uh huh. Would you like the way that? Would you like the way they are, or would you like what where they came from? Um, that's that's a good question. I kind of don't want to hear either one, but go with whichever you really want to talk about. All right. So, <laughs> the way that they are is because Charles Darwin mm-hmm. thought that it would. Um, he did his whole Galapagos Islands thing. We all know about that. You know how stunning, brave, revolutionary, we all that crap. So revolutionary, so brave. Um, and we could go into the science of it, and we, and frankly, I don't want to because it's a headache for me. Yeah, we'll get bogged down real quick. Um, however, um, I think most so that's where the politics of science came from. Um, in order to be a scientist. There's a certain polit. There are guidelines that you have to follow. Uh, you must not violate the sacred doctrines of uh, of the scientists. That's right. Um, so they came from um, Darwin, but I would say that they came from the futility of, the futility of their own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be clear, science existed before Darwin, and it was in the hands of Christians. Yeah. Um, Science still exists in the hands of Christians. And Christians use science to make hospitals and do stuff good for society. Uh, pagans use science to cut off genitals and to... Uh, <laughs> make your life meaningless. Make your life meaningless. Um, just say that you're nothing special. Yeah. We're just in a nihilistic world. Mm-hmm. Everything's meaningless. Yeah. Um, and so where they came from is the futility of their mind. There was atheism in the 1500s, um, in the 1600s, John Calvin addressed it. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Jonathan Swift uh, addressed it in the 1700s. Um, so that's where, um, I Kant, that's where we get Kant's philosophy from is the, um, is his reaction against atheism. And that um, atheism has sort of crept in. And Darwinism kind of bolstered that. Um, and it didn't help that um, in the 1920s, there was the lawsuit um, between the president at that time, uh, William McKinley. And um, it was a famous lawsuit. And they made um, creationism uh, look bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it became a public they didn't the lawsuit didn't make the Christians look bad but portrayals of the lawsuit later on throughout history yeah yeah and what's really unfortunate about this issue is one how absolutely absurd and stupid it is and two how serious Christians take this stuff and they're actually scared to even address it but when you think about it, the underlying assumptions are absurd and illogical. Yeah, because, Tim, what's the underlying assumption that you're just stardust and you're just follow your desires? Yeah, yeah. It, I don't want to get too 
apologetic this episode, okay? It's easy to go that direction, but that's not really what we're addressing, mostly because this is to Christians anyways. Mm -hmm. But they give Christians so much grief for being like, oh, you just popped into existence. God just popped things into existence. Who created God? Okay. But where did you come from? What started the Big Bang? Oh, there was some... uh, some molecule that just came from some from space's butthole. Okay, where'd the butthole come from? You're, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, let's see, the Big Bang, and that's the biggest... Um, well, they even go so far as to be like, oh, there was actually some machine in space that shot out this mo- molecule. What? Are you serious? It might be surprising to you, but the Big Bang has actually been... Uh, has actually been revoked as the um, popular Shocker. theory of beginning. Um, I think we're moving towards aliens. No. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, we're moving towards aliens oh, creating the world. No. But then there's the question of who created aliens, some right. evolutionary theory. Yeah, where the aliens come from? Oh, they came from space as a hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it's the whole um, it's a whole Stein Dawkins talk. Yeah. If you um. If you uh, seen that, so I'm not here to. I know I've kind of gone a long way with just kind of talking about the science of everything, mm-hmm. their pa- their anthropology, but you gotta realize that evolution is is the glue. It's the it's the scotch tape holding everything together in atheism. Yeah, scotch tape is being generous. It really is. It's. It's the spit. It's, it's glue sticks. That's what it is. <laughs> glue sticks don't do crap, okay? And that's evolution. Yeah. And um, that's how we get popular psychology that Christians love. Yeah, let's go into that. Let's go into psychology because this is an issue where Christians have just kind of blindly accepted it. Mm-hmm. Say, well, uh, the DSM said so and so and so. Okay, let's get under t- to the underlying assumption, okay? Freud. He's considered the father of the modern psychology movement. Now, it's not exactly the same, but he started it. Freud wasn't a Christian. He actually hated God to his very bone and saw humans as merely meat bags with chemical reactions. Meat bags that must follow their sexual desires. Yeah, if they like will. wanting to screw their mothers. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, Freud put out a very stupid anti-theistic thing mm-hmm. it was just that it's just that man want god to be real so that they can have peace in life well that's just dumb yeah i mean you want god to not be real that way you can have peace in life freud boom roasted by that by that logic freud is and christianity should be flourishing now uh, yeah yeah, well, what's stupid is Christians are like, uh, yes, science. Yes, science. I mean, how uh, <laughs> how's, how has science been used so far in like 2020, 2021, 2022? Well, what's funny, okay, let's go to the evolution issue. Consistent Christians would be like, oh, yeah, I believe in creation. But then they'll be like, oh, but yeah, but I believe in the modern psychology movement. So you asked them, okay, why don't you believe in evolution? And they'd be like, well, 
it doesn't align with scripture. It doesn't align with the reality. Scripture and reality, they both go hand in hand. Then you go, okay, now do that with psychology. They can't. Yeah. And it's probably because a lot of our counselors have psychology degrees. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And and there's a whole politic mm-hmm. behind it. Um, politic, politics is the root of all evil, honestly. Um, <laughs> mo- yeah. mo- Money is the first. Politics is a close second. Yeah, yeah. And by close, I mean millimeters. <laughs> and so we get politics in the Christian sphere. If you do not have a psychology degree, you're not smart enough to be a counselor. Um, you shouldn't be one. Um, and you have to have you have to have this view of psychology, nothing else. Um, and it, it's utterly hopeless. I mean, modern psychology it it won't help you. It won't give you lasting change. They'll just put you on medication the rest of your life. Well, it's all stinking. It's all stinking politics. I mean, yeah, they make a lot of money off of it. Do you know what... All right, so, Tim, there is a major change from the DSM-4 to the DSM-5. Every DSM changes. That's why there's new additions. Do you know which one, though? Do you know um, what, I'm the, guessing the, it's probably something with minor attracted persons or some crap like that. No. It is homosexuality. Oh, of course, yeah. So, homosexuality in the DSM-4, or it might be the DSM-5, mm-hmm. um, was contained that cross-dressing was a sign of mental insanity. Yep. Um, homosexuality was seen as mental insanity too. Mm-hmm. However, post two post two thousand five, and I'm talking about the nineties here. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed it in the recent DM DSM. I wonder why. And for no reason. Science. No reason. It's science. That's why I, I can tell you the reason is because it became culturally acceptable. I mean. And in the sign, in the sign, in the, I like to call this the Big Bang Theory, okay, mm-hmm. of atheism. Mm-hmm. Money creates all these things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, post sixties, you can't become a reputable scientist mm-hmm. without the, without, you know, holding to evolutionary theory. You can't be a chill. You can't be a biology, a biologist, mm-hmm. if you don't hold to evolutionary theory. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm de- I'm derailing here. Yeah, uh, well, we we can say so much, but the point we're making is this, and we're doing a whole episode on this. When it comes to science, there's no neutrality. There's no raw data. Everyone's going to in- interpret it according to their worldview. Christians and atheists both get the same data, but we interpret it different. So let's go to the DeGrasse Tyson stupid banana, okay? All right, let's let's say there are similarities between our DNA and a banana's. Okay. Does that prove evolution? No, it's it's a whole stinking genetic fallacy. Yes. It's it's the okay. So we have carbon in our molecules, right? Mm-hmm. There's carbon and dirt. We come from dirt. <laughs> yeah. There we go. The big bang theory proved again. Or we all share a common creator. And it's not shocking if that's the case that we would share similarities in our DNA. Yeah. And guess what? It's not even decided yet. Yeah. We have things in our bodies that are that they're still having that they mm-hmm. still have debates over. They're scratching the surface. 
we we really have no clue. Yeah. We know maybe like 5% of all the available information out there. That's nothing. I know and they settle on it like it's Yeah. They settle on it like it's science. Yeah. Um that's your interpretation, guys. It's propta. It's just like you're going to believe this because this is where the money flows. In. And well the reason that's the interpretation again goes back to these men who wanted to tear down Christian society, Darwin, Freud, Mm -hmm. they weren't Christians. They vehemently hated God. So they interpreted this data in a way that took God out of the picture. And that's why we're at where we're at. Yeah. What happens if you give, I mean, so Tim, it seems like there's no neutrality here. No, there isn't. And so basically we have evil men Mm-hmm. grabbing a hold of God's creation and saying, oh, we did not come from God. Yeah. We come. We came from a nature, a series of products of nature. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Christians are like, oh, yeah, I know he hated God, but uh, somehow God created the bit, the molecule that came out of space as a butthole and <laughs> all these other things. What? You've just accepted the assertion. Yeah. I mean, we as Christians cannot accept evolutionary theory. No. Um, it's completely inconsistent with Christianity. We have a Bible that says that God created everything in six days. Mm-hmm. He says that he created all creation in six days, rested mm-hmm. on the seventh. We cannot. Oh, but but Kendrick, there was a gap. Yeah. And there's a gap in your logic. <laughs> Boom roasted. <laughs> I mean... I know that we're just throwing assertions here, but it's true. These are true assertions. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you give... All right, Thomas Aquinas. Oh, no. Um, so we all, have the, we all have the same tools, the mm-hmm. same evidences. Yeah. However, if you give... It depends who you give that evidence to. If you give it to a Christian, he's going to interpret it as God's evidence, yes. I mean, as evidence for God. Yep. Um, if you if you give it to evil man, he's going to interpret it, the evidence, um, the evidence against God. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Aquinas did not have a biblical anthropology. Yeah, he believed that there was a certain amount of neutrality that you can use these things to prove a God, mm-hmm. um, and that. That you have to go to the scripture beyond that, and we're not sure how we get that. Yeah. Um, um, okay. To some degree, this is true. I'm not coming out as a Thomist. Okay. But to some degree, yes, natural law is real. Okay. Yeah. But natural law does not go far enough. It cannot go far enough. Yes. Tom, I know. Tom didn't recognize that. Oh, let's let's define our terms. Natural law. Natural. What law. are we saying? Is that we believe that God that that God has created this world and has left His imprint on there, basically. Mm-hmm. That we as Christians know, we as humans know that there is a God because God created. Mm-hmm. Um, there can't be there can't be a creation without a creator. Simple example: you look at a chair, you just just think, boom, that came out of space's butthole. Mm-hmm. No, it obviously something created that chair and. It has components of wood. Yes. But it's not a tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
We have. Ch- oh, but it shares a common ancestor with that tree, as the table does. Yeah, but. <laughs> Sorry. It came from an acorn. So, tree goes down to acorn. Yes. It is not sky. Yes, that is correct. I mean, this is so stupid. <laughs> but anyways, I I digress. Yes. There is no new. There is um. There is no neutrality to these evidences. Whenever we have, we have, and Christians believe that there's a neutrality. They believe that we're back in the 90s whenever, uh, whenever we can rationally think, like the atheists can rationally think. They believe that men can be women. Well, I'm, here's a thought. The atheists could never rationally think. There was never neutrality. Mm-hmm. Never once. And because we acted like there was, mm-hmm. now we're at where we're at. Uh, so, Tim, I want to get deeper into pagan anthropology. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to go deep into the darkness. Um, so, there is one thing between Christian history and um, and atheism that goes hand in hand. Do you know what it is? I have no clue. It's Gnosticism. Oh, okay. Um it's a belief that the material is bad mm-hmm. and that um, and that the spirit or I guess the synapses in the, the atheist worldview yeah um, is good mm-hmm. uh, our desires are good mm-hmm. um, they would say our desires are good so that we must conform to the to their des- to our desires yeah which paved the way to hedonism I my how do I say this without being crude? My um, sex organs are attracted to males, even though I'm a male, so that's who I am. Yep. And we know that it goes against uh, evolutionary theory. I mean, in evolutionary theory, you have to have, you right. have to be able to produce. Yeah, the offspring. means to the end is producing offspring and carrying on your line. Yeah. It's completely inconsistent, even with evolution. Yeah. You have to carry on your line. That's why evolution. That's why homosexuality was thought to be disease, mm-hmm. and to thought to be a mental disease. So, um, and then Nietzsche came along and said, "No, you are. We have to be the Ubermensch, mm-hmm. the Superman." You sound not, so smart right now. So not not <laughs> not a big S Superman, the yeah. hero. He was actually based on Jesus. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about uh, the Superman, our desires. Yeah. And so a woman can, if her career demands her to chop off her breasts and seal up her vagina, then she must do that for her career. Yeah. She must tear down her fleshly walls and just, the, a man, if he wants to join the military and he, his sergeant tells him to chop off his uh his uh, his what organ <laughs> then he must do that for his career or else yeah, he i guess not- this is a pg-13 rated episode of reconstructing christianity yeah too late for that <laughs> <laughs> um and that this was actually the thought process behind abortion mm-hmm. um we must get rid of the she, margaret Sainer said we must get rid of the black babies. Yep. Um, and then um, 
and then slowly cultivate the white babies so that they could become the next race of super men. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the way it always goes. So atheism is always just the the toe in the door. But once that toe's in, the whole rest of the body comes with it. And now they're saying, well, abortion isn't a means to an end. Abortion is good. It's good I'm killing my baby. It's good for me. It's good for society that my baby dies. It's good for my career that the baby dies. Yeah. I'm, me killing my baby is a good thing. It is a good thing for my career, for my for my place in society. That baby just weighs me down. I mean... Yeah, so they pretend that, you know, morality isn't real. But what always comes with it is a morality. Yeah. And the morality is whatever advances yourself, it's a very selfish morality, which is opposed to Christian morality, which is being selfless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, once you get rid of God, once you get rid of morality, then comes your own morality because mm-hmm. you have to function in this world whether you like it or not. But they act like there is a morality. They will cry wolf anytime a Christian does something bad. But then it's like, well, how do you determine what is good or bad? You don't have a morality. They'd be like, but my morality is the morality. Yeah. It's circular logic down to the base, but it's not trying to be consistent. It's just hatred for God. Yeah. One way you could prove a inconsistent atheist is that you is that he says there is a subjective morality mm-hmm. then you steal his wallet and yeah. say my morality is good yeah. right i say that my morality should say my morality tells me to steal your wallet i got a better example an atheist said there's no morality punch him in the nose yeah don't actually do it but You'll probably get arrested. But if you can get away with it without getting arrested, punch him in the nose. <laughs> yeah. And then he won't be saying there's no morality. He'll say, you punched me. Why did you do that? Yeah. I mean, there has to be just... You have to function in this world. Mm-hmm. This world requires a morality. Yeah. You can't live with one another if you're always fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is where... This is where morality comes into play. Mm-hmm. That we have to have a subjective morality because there is no external, there is no external morality. There is no God. There is no standard. So we have to have an external morality that we decide on. The problem with that is that you get Hitler. Oh yeah, that is literally the problem. You get Hitler. Mm-hmm. Stalin. I'm, you get Stalin. Yeah. Mao. Everyone, I mean... They were all Christians, right? Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, Hitler literally went on a tirade and convinced all the people in Germany that their morality is to kill the Jew. Mm -hmm. I don't mean it... I don't like to bring up... I don't try and bring up this example because... As soon as you bring up Hitler, you lose the argument. Yeah. Um, but you have to in this sense because they're directly connected things. Mm. People I mean, people are calling Christians Nazis for wanting, for having an external morality 
That's not true. Yeah, we it, couldn't be because our m- external morality says we can't. Yeah, our external morality says that we must love each other. We have limits. Hitler didn't. Yeah, um, Hitler didn't have the. He, I mean, why do you think the Christians were the first? Why do you think the Christians and the priests were the first target? Oh yeah, and I mean Bonhoeffer. Hmm? He was. He tried to freaking kill Hitler. Mm. which you know take that pacifist but yeah he tried to kill hitler ended up losing his life at the end of the day but yeah christians are like this man must be stopped yeah dude bonhoeffer is such a g he is a g oh man i could see him like in the sniper school <laughs> going like this he freak. tried to like plant a bomb right oh yeah he tried to bomb him oh man that was such a g move yeah like utmost respect straight up g but anyways um <laughs> That's what you get. I I know it's kind of been a long tangent, but this is the deep, dark pot. Yeah, and this was really the threshold for where we're at. This mm-hmm. was the first um, the first domino to fall in the deconstruction of our culture. Yeah. Um, I guess that the only, I mean, look how insane the atheists have gone down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole the atheists have gone down i mean everyone sees it mm-hmm. the athe- the um even the atheists say oh we gotta go back to traditional values man yeah. and that's one of the hopes that i have is that they see this insanity they won't see it though if they continue their atheism oh, of course not but it's 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 at least a little bit of a you hope. know a sign of a failed argument is when you can't live it out in reality. Yeah. And they can't. You can't. You have to, like... Unless you're Hitler. Hmm. Yeah, so whenever the atheist says this is... Whenever the Christian says this is wrong, then the atheist speaks up and says, Oh, no! Yeah. How how dare you? Yeah, now there's an objective morality, isn't there? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, okay, here's why this is important. And we're, now that we've laid the groundwork, obviously we're on the attack now. The last half of this, of season one, is going to be on the attack. We're not laying the groundwork anymore. It's been laid. Now we go to war. We go, I mean, it's time for our our holy war, our ban. Amen. Our Joshua holy war. (laughs) So here's what we're warring against, because this is why we bring up this topic. So this was the first domino to fall, was atheism, secularism. You might think, well, how would that spiral into all of the cultural issues and all the cultural rot that we're here today? Here's how. So we, as a society, saw Darwin and we thought, oh, okay, that's just another belief out there. And then it turned into, oh, well, that's just another form of science. And then it turned into, oh, this is the science. And then it turned into, we are teaching the science in school. And then it turned into, we're giving the school to the government. And then it turned into, I'm a Christian and I'm going to send my kid to this government school and they're going to indoctrinate them with a secular education. And what do you think these kids are going to grow up to do? These kids are going to be, are going to grow up to be young atheists. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to grow up and declare allegiance to big brother science. Yeah. Was this, was this the end times that caused this? No, it wasn't. It was 
Christians letting the school, letting the school system, uh, the public school system set up by a Unitarian mm-hmm. to to let them teach their chi- teach their child what they want. The public school system was meant to be for poor people, mm-hmm. and then it was meant to be sort of for you know for homeless joe and then well i'm sorry postmodernism or subjectivism falls squarely on the shoulders of christians in this nation we had all the institutions we had all the power and we failed we thought oh we're neutral we're just a neutral environment. This won't have any effect. It'll just we're going to talk about it and and universities and things. Is we're that gonna, what happened? We're going to talk about it. We're going to win. And no, yeah. The problem is isn't that we haven't won. The problem is is that we we never even gave the talk. I know. We we thought that we're going to win just by just by our actions. We're going to preach. We're going to what was it? What if, what St. Francis Assisi said? Um, I have no clue. That um, share the gospel if necessary. Oh, use words. gross! Yeah, I don't ever want to hear that. Um, <laughs> we thought that our actions would just kind of, you know, you know, um, persuade the atheists. Well, and here here's a real issue, and this is still an issue today, with all the apologetics uh, apologists I see doing debates. The Bible says, "The fool says in his heart there is no God." The fool. Why don't we treat it as foolish? Why do we pretend like there's some neutral ground where we can just hash these issues out? It's because it's because we don't really believe the Bible. Oh yeah, I mean when we when we read that we're like, well, the Bible says it's foolish, but it would be mean to treat them like fools. Or better yet, they have degrees. They know what they're talking oh, about. Yeah. I mean, they don't. They're fools. I mean. How many how many PhDs know where know know where Taiwan is? How many? Whenever I see, whenever I'm on Twitter and someone says I have a PhD, I'm like, okay, I don't I don't care about what you have to say anymore. <laughs> that means you paid your. That means you went to school. You woke up late. You got to yeah. You you barely made it to class. Congratulations! You're five hundred thousand dollars in debt, and you add nothing to the conversation. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I always knew that, I mean, I always knew that D was supposed to mean doctorate, but apparently D means G- degeneracy. Yeah. Or, well, never mind. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is PG-13, but I was about to go rated R on this episode. I think we're already rated R, but go <laughs> ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, the point is Christians failed. It wasn't your end times view. It was unfaithful Christians that didn't treat foolishness as foolishness. Mm. They thought this is legitimate. I will treat it as legitimate because I want to be accepted and sound nice. Yeah. And on the other hand, the Bible says the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. So they don't think we're legitimate. They see what we believe is foolishness. So where's the neutrality? I mean, there is none. I mean, you literally have to have, is this true or false? Yes. I remember um, someone asked me one time, you know, why do you have, why is everything, and this was a non-believer, he said, 
why does everything have to be true or false with you? And I said, and basically it's just that if it's, if I believe in a false thing, then that means I'm believing false in a false thing. It's not going to do anything. It's false. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. If I believe in something true, then that means it's true. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Something is either true or false. If you say there's no such thing as truth, you have just said that as a truth. Yeah. That is either true or false. If there's no such thing as truth. And you see the illogical mess that atheism is? Yeah. And that's how we get your truth. Your truth is your truth goes into Me Too and Kavanaugh. I'm I'm transgender. Yeah. I chopped my boobs off. Yeah. Uh, this guy, uh, this guy raped me whenever he really didn't. Yeah. I mean. Oh, boy. Yeah. We're getting canceled for this episode. <laughs> well, that's literally the whole thing. With Christine Blasey Ford. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, that's what an absolute mess. Yeah. And then uh, evolution is my... I I believe in Oprah. Uh, Oprah's the big sky deity. Oh. And then it's just like... Or the Antichrist. Yeah. I personally think the latter. <laughs> so. Anyways, we're getting off topic. I, you know, of all the episodes we recorded, I didn't think this was the one that was going to cancel us, but this very well might be the one. You know, <laughs> I'm expecting it, but this is where the pagan psychology comes. This is yeah. where pagan, uh, this is where pagan philosophy comes from. Mm -hmm. Is that they say something and you need to cancel them. Yeah. So they say something true, and that. You need to cancel them. Yeah. You must believe they're false lies. Mm -hmm. And they know that's false. Mm -hmm. They know that everything that they say out of their mouths is false. And they expect you to believe that. That's what Solzhenitsyn said. Well, that's what Romans 1 says. Yeah. It says the atheist knows God is real, but he suppresses that truth with a lie. Yeah. They, And whenever you say a lie enough, you start to believe it. Yeah. And that's the absurdity of atheism. Mm-hmm. But let's get practical, because we're all about reconstruction here. What do Christians need to do with this information? Well, first of all, they need to say something is false whenever it's false. Sure. Like, no, you are not a no man. You are not a woman. I can clearly see your. Oh, but Kendrick, it's not nice if I don't use the pronouns they want me to use. No, it is declaring that you believe their absurdity yeah. and that you go along with You're taking their part in the lie. You are taking part in their rebellion against God. Yeah. I will say your pronouns are a woman's pronouns are she are she and her, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yes. They them is stupid grammatically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you only have two genders, two sexes. That's not very woke of you. Yeah, I know. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> We're not very woke. And then the second thing, one of the other things that we need to do is say, no, that does, we need to stop going, and we need to stop going along and teaching our kids. Well, first of all, we need to stop handing our kids over to the atheist. Yeah. Well, this seems to be a common theme on our show. I don't know. Yeah, who would have thought that handing your kids to atheists <laughs> yeah. would make them young atheists? Yeah, your children are your number one means of discipleship. You hand your children over to pagans, you're handing over your disciples. 
you're you're literally what what does the bible say about children there are arrows in the hands of a warrior right well you're giving them your arrows for them to shoot at you yes yeah yeah the yeah It's, it's it's absolutely absurd but another point i want to make is the bible says these things are foolish be consistent and treat them as foolish quit caring so much about what people think of you yeah bill craig Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. This goes way beyond him, yeah. honestly. This goes to the very heart of many Christians. Many. I would say most. Most are overly concerned with sounding mean, and they won't consistently treat things as Scripture tells us to treat them. It's foolishness. Mm-hmm. Treat it as such. Quit giving ground to the unbeliever. I mean, whenever you take, you take part, whenever you say, whenever you use psychological methods to treat, um, to treat a spiritual need, you're not helping them at all. In Mm -hmm. fact, you're, you're, you're deceiving them. Well, we see this, we see this, we see this with the transgender issue. When you treat it as legitimate, people start thinking it is legitimate. When you treat it as absurd that actually stops a lot of people from going down this road of degeneracy. Yeah. Who would have thunk that, you know, it still blows my mind that they let Bruce Jenner on Fox. I mean, yeah, here, here's, here's a real practical example. Whenever you and your children are walking down the street and they see a dude dressed like a woman, teach your kids to laugh at it. Yeah. Because it's silly. I mean, don't treat that as, oh, this, you need to respect this. You can't laugh at that. That's just, that's just them. No, it's, it's absolutely absurd. God laughs at it every day. Yes. We're, we're his children. We should be laughing too. It's, I mean, we used a uh, corporal cleaner on MASH used, dressed as a woman to get out of the military. Why is Miss Doubtfire so funny? It's, what do you think? It's because he's obviously a man. Yeah, it's silly. Mm-hmm. When kids watch that, they laugh. Why is it any different when you walk outside the door? Yeah, and now they get belted for laughing. I know. Even though they're not supposed to believe in that. But Yeah. So, again, the point is, be consistent. You are so, so many people in my life. It's so frustrating do not care about being consistent. They just care about being accepted. Mm-hmm. What we believe is foolishness to them. Mm-hmm. They will never accept you. Get that in your head. Well, they hate you. They hated Christ. If you act anything like Christ, they're going to hate you. And so many Christians are focused on, oh, I want to be like Tim Keller. I want to get on CNN. I want, oh, I want to get all the news articles written about me because I want to be one of those people. That the culture looks at and they're like, oh, that's one of the good Christians. But think about it. If you're on CNN and if you're on all those channels and they're not berating you, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're most likely fuel, you're, you're fueling their rebellion. Mm-hmm. They're glad that, they're glad that you're not being, that you're so winsome. Well, I'll make a, I'll make a broad assertion here. It's not because you love Christ that you're acting this way. You want to know why? It's because you love the world. You love the culture. 
That's who you want your acceptance from. Yeah, you want these. I mean, you want your teaching, your PhDs, and your you want your your place at the table. Your act. Oh yeah. In the academy, I mean, how many people at Midwestern are are chomping at the bit? Goodness gracious, yeah. For well, all, all frankly, all the seminaries in the Southern Baptist Convention at this point, they're they're chomping at the bit. Yeah. To get into the academy, the foolish academy. Mm-hmm. That God says is foolish. Yeah. I mean... Please, fools, accept me. No. Yeah. The point of this episode was not to be a rant. It kind of got a little ranty. Let's be real. I mean, we have to have one of those. I know. We're, we're a little unhinged this episode, but that's okay. Because I think y'all get the point. I think y'all have heard us. Yeah. Kendrick, are there any last thoughts, any last... Anything else you would like to give our audience before we close out? Yeah, I'd like to piggyback off of the fact that what we believe is true mm-hmm. is true in reality. It's not just true in the ether. Um, it's true in scripture. It's true in reality. We we have the upper hand here, folks. Mm-hmm. We have reality on our side. I mean, what's the funny thing about the 2020s? Is that it doesn't look anything like reality. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're escaping rea- reality. Mm-hmm. And this is how we know that we are good. We have rela- reality on our side. This is God's world. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry, getting a little ranty. Oh, no, that's fine. It's great. All right, well, to close us out, I want to talk to all my my friends who are concerned about sharing the gospel because... They're scared people will be mean to them, that they won't have all the intellectual arguments. You don't need all that. What you need to know is that the fool says in his heart there is no God. Go in armed with the Bible, with Scripture. These things are foolish. You don't have to dig into every evolutionary argument that you've ever heard. No. The person in front of you needs the gospel. They need to know what they believe is foolish. Bring them to Christ.